Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. I am Lorraine, and this is Jeremiah. Hello. How are you? I'm well. I'm really well. Thank you. It's good to see you after it's been a couple of weeks. It has been. It's good to be back. It is really good to be. I missed you. I missed these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't talk about it before this, but, uh, and everybody knows I was on vacation last week, so quote unquote vacation. It's not right. Not really. (laughs) Everybody else has a vacation. (laughs) They do. I'm, I have to be Martha while I'm there, unfortunately. And it's okay. That's, you know, I got to the beach, I think. Did I go to the beach? I don't think I did. I don't think I went this time. Did, Did the boys surf? Joshua didn't go, uh, but Gabriel did surf just about every day, I think. He ended up going surfing, yeah, so. Are the waves bigger? It depends upon what part of the island you're on. Uh, in the wintertime, it's the North Shore. So, like, they usually have the Ediakai uh, surf contest sometime, I think, in March, February or March, because the waves are, like, huge, like, phenomenally huge. Uh-huh. Um, but then in the summertime, it switches, and I think the South Shore, which is where we are, uh, is uh, a little bigger. So depends upon where you're at. So it, it was okay as well. I, you know, he caught some stuff. It's not like you don't get any waves, but they were like, uh-huh. you know, like three, maybe three to four feet, maybe. Yeah. You know, but when you go to the North Shore, they're like pff, cranking. Sometimes you get like 20, 30 foot waves. That's crazy. I've never seen anything like that. So it it's a phenomenon. It really is. Everybody when we were there back in February, um, we took a ride up to the North Shore. And we went to, I think it was Sunset Beach. And it people were actually sitting on blankets and watching. The guys that were that were out there surfing, they looked like little ants you know, compared to what the size of the wave was. was, And I didn't bring my camera with me, so I didn't take, actually I did have my camera, but I don't have a long enough lens to zoom in to that. Right, right. You don't get a good, I don't know, good reference to what you're you're looking at. So Mm -hmm. yeah, anyway. So no, I didn't go to the beach, but I I enjoyed myself. I did work around the house. I did some shopping. Yeah, I wanted to go climb uh, Diamond Head, uh, but I could not get anybody to join me. So oh, that's a shame. Diamond has has a beautiful view. It's absolutely it's phenomenal. You go so you get to the top of the crater, and um, because Diamond Head's, uh, it's a non-active volcano. It's, okay. it's the, I think it's the volcano that created the entire island. Okay. Don't quote me on that. I'm not absolutely 100% sure about that, but I think so. And it's kind of cool because you kind of, it's a, it's about a, I think it's a two or three mile round trip hike. So you hike, 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 and then you have to climb up these stairs. And then I think you go through like this tunnel and then you get up like through this bunker. It's really cool. It's just a really, I, we did, I did it when I was five months pregnant with uh, oh, Joshua. Wow. Yeah. Oh. But then you look out and the water is like, it's like, like this color. It's oh, so, wow. 
I mean, it's like so bluey, turquoisey. I I can't even describe it. It's so beautiful. Interesting. Yeah, huh. it's very pretty. So if you ever get there, even though I know you don't like beaches, you should yeah. do Diamond Head. I did enjoy the beach I went to on my vacation. So, you know, maybe. You should go. You should definitely <laughs> go. There's other stuff to do there other than the beach. There's definitely other, uh, and, you know, you and I can talk about that because I'll give you the places to go. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever get there. If you ever get there, yeah. yeah. We ended up going back to the North Shore this last trip, but I didn't get out of the car. Oh, it was, it was rainy. That's why. It was kind of overcast. And rainy. And then I can, we come back and we got uh, shave ice from Masamoto's. So if you mm. um, give it a plug out from Masamoto's, uh, you got to get there early. But it's the best shave ice on the island, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and then you go a little bit uh, further, like you're going back towards town. And uh, the He Greater Than I ministry uh, was um, started there at the North Shore. And they have a store there. So I should have worn my shirt. I'll wear it next week. I'll wear my shirt. Um, but I actually got a Masamoto shirt and I got a He Greater Than I shirt. <laughs> so, and then we went to the swap meet, which is kind of fun. You get like, you know, five t shirts for 20 bucks, you know. So, right, you know, right. It's so cheap, you know. So it, it is what it is. That's cool. We, we had... I'm sorry. No, no go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, there's a food truck here in San Antonio that does shaved ice, and they're from Hawaii. And I guess it's traditional shaved ice. It's different. It had real fruit. Okay, it's not shaved with a D. It's shave ice. Just get it correct there in front of everybody in God. So, yeah. And it may have been that on the truck. I don't remember. It's been a few months, but it was amazing. Yeah. What they have. The locals call it shave ice. I don't know why they don't put the D on it. I don't know if, like, you know, the local language is pigeon, right? I did That's not know name. that. So, yeah, you know how you have Ebonics for the African Americans? Well, they've uh -huh. got pigeon out there. That's their local language. And it it's, for lack of a better way of saying it, it ain't right. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Okay. I'm, I never picked up on that language. I can't, I don't, yeah, but, so. But you you have a food truck there called Shave Ice. I wish I could tell you what the name of it was. Yeah, uh, find out, because I'm kind of curious. It was really good. It's, you know, there's just nothing like it. I mean, it's basically oh. a snow cone, is what it is. It's just a snow what, cone. It is, but it's not. Like, we have Raspas, yeah. which are snow cones. What is um, it? Raspas. You never heard them called Raspas? It's it's a snow cone. We call them snow cones. Raspas. Is it Hispanic? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it, okay, I found it. It's Hokula, Hokulani Shave Ice. There is no D on it. Shave Ice, exactly. Hokulani. Ice. Where are they located? Are they just... Well, it's a, yeah, it's a truck, so they go all over the place. It was a sweet couple. They were probably in their 20s. Uh, oh. and they had been there. I, they've probably been here in San Antonio for a, a few years. And they've had the truck, I think, for maybe two of those years. Really sweet people. Um, and just it was real neat. It was real neat talking with them. And it was just, it was delightful. It was amazing. Ooh, 
That's really yeah. neat. You know, down on uh, Wetmore, they used to have that little place called Boardwalk on something where they had all those food trucks. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Like six or I seven think they years still do. Ago? I don't know. I thought they went away. I'll have to go look when I come to San Antonio. I'll, I'll take a look and see if they have them. But it was like right around. No, not on Wetmore. Bolverde. Bolverde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Bolverde. So I think it's still Boardwalk. there. Boardwalk on Bolverde. That's what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. We never went. We never went to try the any yeah, of the we food trucks. We're we didn't fun. either. Well, we're just so cheap. We can't help ourselves. Well, you know, yeah. I don't know. Just the thought of having to get out of the car and go to a food truck sometimes. Like, I don't want to do that. Well, that and they, and it was so bloody hot. You know, I mean, it was like. You oh know, yeah, we don't we don't sit outside now. No, I mean you, and, and and they had like picnic tables and whatnot, but you know, I guess you go get your food and go sit down at the picnic tables, which the idea is great. Yeah. But not for San Antonio. I mean, it was just. I mean, you had to like really find your sweet spot to get there. Yeah. You know, like April maybe. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or November. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, it's good to see you. Uh, how was your Easter? It was good. Yeah? Quiet. Uh, Cassie worked, so oh. not much going on. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, she usually works Easter Sunday. Well, the kids are older now, too. Yes. So there's no Easter yeah. baskets or anything, right? No, not, not. They got it early, so. Yeah. I did that for Joshua and... Uh, his girlfriend, Morgan, I bought them little baskets and filled them with a little bit of candy because we weren't going to be with them for Easter. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't buy anything. I felt bad. I should have got some for Gabriel. I, I'm sure that probably, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Sometimes things don't bother Gabriel. So it's kind of like, you know, but I, you know, when you do one for one thing, you, you're supposed to do it yes. for the other and, you yes. know, all fair and love and more and all that junk. But anyway, um, yeah, I, uh, I felt bad. I didn't. I didn't even buy him a chocolate bunny. I did get. I, no, let me just say, I did buy extra candy. Mm -hmm. Like I bought a bag of jelly beans and some chocolate eggs and stuff, and I just put it into like a general pot for everybody. And so he did get Easter candy. It's not like I, right. him, you know, I just didn't specifically, you know. So yeah, but we did get to go to church. I should have. Uh, I should have videotaped it. It was really cool. So there's this little church called Calvary Chapel that my father-in-law has been going to for years. And so we went to the eight o'clock service and uh, it was a, a awesome. The, the minister, the preacher, whatever you want to call him, he was awesome. His wife and daughter got up and did a hula to a, a really nice Christian song. It was so cool in the middle of like, Easter service, I get to watch a hula dance. It was really sweet. And uh, it, I, it was just neat just to be able to. I would have liked to go to the, uh, what do you call it? Like a sunrise service sunrise. at the beach. But uh, A, I was too tired from jet lag. And uh, B, I didn't know where to go. I had mm. no idea. So, yeah. And then come to find out, uh, um, one of the parents from Gabriel's school, I, I was going to go to the office the other day and she's like, did you guys go to Hawaii? And I didn't tell anybody. Right. She's like, I said, 
Yes. She's like, we were on the same plane coming back and my son saw Gabriel. And I'm like, oh. funny. <laughs> nice. The world. Anyway. Yes. So we had a nice uh, Easter and then Rich showed up later. I think later in the afternoon he ended up showing up. So unfortunately he had to fly on Easter Sunday, which yeah, but it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. Yep. So, but other than that, it's been pretty uneventful around here. Just uh, getting back in the groove of things. I got a month before I come to San Antonio. That's so it. Wow. I know it's coming up. So it we'll is. be able to do maybe a couple of podcasts together in the same room. I think right? so. Yeah, we just got to figure that out. I got to figure out the camera situation. Well, yeah. Well, I can bring my little camera if you want. I take it with me wherever I go. We'll make it work. We will make it work. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. be a blast. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you ready to dive in here? Because I know you got to get back to work and I got to go pick up my dog from the groomer from getting bathed. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, we come before you right now, Lord, and uh, we are so happy and gracious, Lord. Um, We praise you. Uh, It's been uneventful, it seems like, for both of us, but sometimes that's a good break from uh, when life hits us, Lord. And uh, I pray and I'm I'm so thankful uh, for the times that we have where we can have a little bit of quiet. Uh, maybe we're in between a storm, Lord, and uh, as we get prepared for the next one and get out there and, and do what, what your will is, Lord. And I pray a special blessing over all those who decide to join us on this journey, whether they're watching on YouTube, uh, listening on Spotify or Apple Music, Lord. Pray a special mm-hmm. blessing for those that take the time uh, to walk in this journey and uh, just take the opportunity to to read your word and and grow with us, Lord. And most of all, thank you for your Son who died for our sins and uh, the ultimate grace that comes with that, Lord. Uh, and a lot of times for me, I know it's hard to understand the grace, but I am so thankful for it, Lord. Mm-hmm. And I pray all this in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so when we do the little things, there's two things that I got to tell you about. So okay. Don't forget. Yeah. Two, two things. things. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of a short chapter and I'm not quite, I think I understand what um, Paul is talking about, but not 100%. And so uh, bear with us as we go through this uh, to those. Have we even addressed the listeners? I'm sorry. We just kind of dug right in. Uh, Welcome all of you out there. I know I said welcome earlier, (laughs) but we're just having our wonderful party. They're here with us. (laughs) Like we're having a phone conversation, you know. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of this. And uh, I hope that uh, we are blessing you as much as it is a blessing for us to be able to uh, read yes. the word of God into the world. So uh, I didn't want anybody out there to think that we've forgotten about you because we didn't. Uh, we're just having a little party here. Okay. <clears throat> so we are 30, 
1.1 episode, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And this is 2 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm going to mark that down. Okay. So I decided that I would not bring you grief with another painful visit. For if I cause you grief, who will make me glad? Certainly not someone I have grieved. That is why I wrote to you as I did, so that when I do come, I won't be grieved by the very ones who ought to give me the greatest joy. Surely you all know that my joy comes from your being joyful. I wrote that letter in great anguish, with a troubled heart and many tears. I didn't want to grieve you, but I wanted to let you know how much love I have for you. Forgiveness for the sinner. I am not overstating it when I say that the man who caused all the trouble hurt all of you more than he hurt me. Most of you opposed him and that was punishment enough. Now, however, it is time to forgive and comfort him. Otherwise, he may be overcome by discouragement. So I urge you now to reaffirm your love for him. I wrote to you as I did to test you and see if you would fully comply with my instructions. When you forgive this man, I forgive him too. And when I forgive whatever needs to be forgiven, I do so with Christ's authority for, uh, I'm sorry, for your benefit, so that Satan will not outsmart us for we are familiar with his evil schemes. When I came to the city of Troas to preach the good news of Christ, the Lord opened a door of opportunity for me, but I had no peace of mind because my dear brother Titus hadn't yet arrived with a report for you. So I said goodbye and went on to Macedonia to find him. Ministers of the New Covenant, but thank God he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. To those who are perishing, we are a dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-giving perfume. And who is adequate for such a task as this? You see, we are not like the many hucksters who preach the personal profit. I'm sorry, who preach for personal profit. We preach the word of God with sincerity and with Christ's authority, knowing that God is watching us. All right. Told you it was short and sweet. Yes, very short. All right. Where did you begin? So I didn't start until uh, I didn't highlight till verse three. Um, talking about <clears throat> uh, surely you all know that my joy comes from you being joyful. That's just nice to know. <laughs> Yeah, it is nice to know. I, I think that's, I think that's I, a good start. Yeah, I think he's just trying to tell them he doesn't get any joy, even though he's had to, to talk about correction or about, you know, doing things a certain way. It, that didn't bring him joy, but he had to yeah. do it. 
Yeah, I agree. You know, he kept kind of, you know, telling them, look, this is the stuff you're doing wrong. And, you know, kind of shaking his finger at them. And, you know, that doesn't make him feel good. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So, and I, and I, I actually did start with the first verse. I said, so I decided that I would not bring you grief with another painful visit. <laughs> you know, yes. I'm not going to sit here and shake my finger at you again, you know, for I cause you grief. For if I cause you grief, who will make me glad? Yeah, he doesn't want to make them, you know, miserable. But, mm -hmm. you know, at the same time, you do have to point out, you know, if they're doing something that's not right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I went down to, uh, I didn't want to grieve you, but I wanted to let you know how much I, how much love I have for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's very important, I think. So, and then the whole next section, um, I'm kind of wondering, what was your take on that? Like, when I first read this or first started reading it, because I only got halfway through it. I have a question mark next to it as to who is the person he's talking about. Did you, yes. did you think the same thing? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm not quite sure. I'm sure somebody knows, uh, but I don't know who he's talking about. Well, I think, I think maybe he's talking about himself. I don't know for sure. So anybody out there who might know who, uh, who, who Paul is talking about. So he says, I'm not overstating it when I say that the man who caused all the trouble hurt all of you more than he hurt me. So he, I think he's talking about himself. He's the one that caused them all the trouble by pointing out what they were doing wrong and what not to do. And then most of you opposed him and that was punishment enough. Now, however, it is time to forgive him and comfort him. Otherwise, he may be overcome by discouragement. So I urge you now to reaffirm your love for him. I think he's talking about himself. He could be. So uh, anyway, again, if anybody knows out there, please leave a comment or email us at uh, Lorraine or Jeremiah at uh, leapoffaithpodcast.org. Please let us know. <laughs> so we. <laughs> that, yes, let us know because, and we'll look it up too. Um, I didn't yeah. get that the first time, but as you pointed out a second time, I can kind of see that he may yeah. be talking about himself. I think he is. I really he, do. You um, know, in verse nine, he says, in verse nine, he says, I write to you as I did to test you. So it's kind of like, yeah, I kind of, I can get that now. Yeah. You would fully comply with my instruction. When you forgive this man, this man, you know, talking about himself, if you forgive this man, I'll forgive him too. Yeah, You know, I'll give myself that. Um, and when I forgive whatever needs to be forgiven, I do so with Christ's authority for your benefit so that Satan will not outsmart us for we are familiar with his evil schemes. So, you know, he, they're, you know, he's realizing that it's, you know, Satan that's, you know, causing all the trouble and they're going to try to, you know, they're going to fight against that. And so yeah. he, the only way to fight against, uh, the plans that he, that Satan has is for is through forgiveness and for you know uh, I, for them to forgive him and for him to for, forgive himself is what I'm getting from this. And then it even goes down into um, I don't know why he has uh, he says I had no peace of mind because of my dear brother Titus 
hadn't yet arrived with a report for me. So I said goodbye and went on to Macedonia to find him. So, you know, he moved on, I guess, because Titus wasn't there yet. I'm not sure. I, I'm just going to say it out loud. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and again, we can do a little research on that. Uh, I put a little dog ear in the corner of my on my page there. So it's to remind me to go back and look it up. Hopefully I've got time to do that. Uh, what else do you have? <clears throat> um, well, I highlighted uh, 14 there, but thank God he's made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphant procession. Um, I just, you know, anytime we can praise God and thank him for whatever situation we're in, I, I just, that just makes, makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I feel the same way. And now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Our lives are Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. I mean, that whole section to me, I should have highlighted the whole thing, but I didn't. I stopped. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. And the, and the people he's talking about are perishing are the ones that aren't saved yet. And yes. So, and we find that, I know that I find that anytime you mention Jesus, man, do people get put off by it when they are not believers and they don't want to, yeah. they don't want to be bothered by it. They don't. And, and so it's like, it's like vinegar to them to, you know, it's like, it's not that sweet aroma, but when we hear the name of Jesus as believers, it's like, it's like a breath of fresh air, you know, I think. And so yeah. I, it's very interesting, this analogy he put about how it smells like death or smells like sweet perfume. It's, it's, you're right. It's so true. <laughs> it is. It's definitely true. And, you know, before we got saved, I mean, how often did you roll your eyes? You know, like I used to roll my eyes when like my grandmother and my aunt were like, oh, well, God bless you. Or they'd write in a little note, you know, we're praying for you or, you know, and you're just like, oh, whatever, you know, yeah. you know, you're old lady. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but now that I'm the old lady and I do that, I mean, I try to say it. Uh, as often as I can to as many people as I can, uh, not knowing, you know, like when I go through the gate at the at the base, I think I've said this before, I try to, yeah. you know, tell the kids that are, and they're young kids, they're so yeah, they young, are. they're like 18 years old, some of them, and I always, you know, God bless you, some of them receive it really well, some of them don't, some of them don't acknowledge it, whatever, but I feel like I'm doing what God's telling me to do. And that's all we can do is what, we're, what we feel like we're being tasked to do. Right. So anyway, I don't know what a huckster is. Did you look down there at the definition of a huckster? Where is that? 17. Uh, it doesn't say what it is. Oh, some men took through the rest of the hucksters. I think it's like somebody who, you see, we are not like many of the hucksters. I think like who preach for personal profit. A person who sells things. A person yeah. who sells, oh. So like, yeah, okay. you're right. Someone that's preaching for profit, someone that's trying to, to sell good feelings or whatever. Okay. And then we preach the word of God with sincerity and with Christ's authority, knowing that God is watching us. And that's, uh, that's true. 
Yeah. You know, that's what we need to do. We need to be out there, you know, with with God's blessing because he's mm -hmm. watching us. That's what that's the whole point. You know, if you're not out there actively blessing people or, you know, giving acknowledgement or giving praise to God for whatever's going on in your life, uh, God's watching you, you know, and yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just think that we need to acknowledge him in all that we do. So, well, that's it for today. I mean, that was a, uh, that was pretty good. We're, we're not a hundred percent knowledgeable on everything, but I do, I do want to see if I can't find, I think it's a Bible concordance that would give us insight, right? Isn't that where you get that kind of information from? Yeah. A study Bible or, or concordance. Yeah, I'll try to I'll try to do a little digging around and then maybe on Monday when I do this again, I'll try to give a little uh, insight. So so uh, in speaking about people who are perishing or people who are believers, uh, if you haven't made a uh, choice for Christ, if you haven't made a decision to be a Christ follower, uh, here is your moment that we always give that opportunity every day. Um, we will say the prayer and. Um, uh, believers out there, if you want to say it to reaffirm, uh, but if this is your first time, this is this is your moment. So uh, let's pray. Sorry, I looked a little bit uh, intense there. Sorry, I didn't mean to be so intense. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I will live my life for him, and I accept him into my heart. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you said that for the first time, congratulations and welcome to the kingdom of heaven and into the brotherhood and sisterhood of Christ. Um, we, uh, Jeremiah and I, both encourage you to get to a, a pastor or a church, yes. get involved, mark it in your Bible, the Bible that we read out of every week, um, that today's the day that you uh, decided to follow Christ and have, and have him living in your heart. And uh, so start living your life for Christ, get involved with a ministry, volunteer, they're always looking for volunteers. And, uh, you know, just start working for, for Jesus. That's all you yeah. can do. And tell somebody. And tell somebody. <laughs> yeah. The person who's been praying for you or people probably would want to know. I know I would. So we mm -hmm. would like to know, right? Exactly. Tell them how they can tell. I know I've already mentioned it, but mention it again. How Jeremiah. Yeah, you can email us, Jeremiah at Leave of Faith podcast.org Lorraine at leap of faith podcast.org uh, our YouTube channel or Facebook you can always comment on there as well there you go I'm really sorry I hope you didn't hear those trucks out behind me could you hear that I didn't hear anything oh, okay <laughs> our, our trash day today <laughs> ah. <laughs> they usually come early but for some reason they're not Uh, the little things, uh, we're going to be transparent, right? We don't really have a subject, uh, so we're just going to kind of fly with it. Um, the two things that I yes. wanted to tell you, A, and I already mentioned this yesterday uh, at the podcast, but I'm going to, and I don't know if, if we 
talked about. I don't think we talked about it, but so I was at my dentist yesterday and uh, the lady that takes my x-rays when I was in there back in November, I think it was um, the lady that made my crown was a uh, she's bowled over so in love with Jesus. That's all she could talk about the entire time because they told her. I don't know how they found out. I don't know where we ended up having a conversation about, but she found out that I was a Christian. And so we had this, you know, I mean, you're in there for quite a while, even though you're under anesthesia, you know. Anyway, so the girl that was taking my uh, x-rays, I told her about my our podcast and I took down her information on a sticky note. Her husband is in the military and she was a new Christian, I think, and she was having a hard time reading her Bible. So I told her about our podcast. So yesterday, when I went in to go get my teeth cleaned, she's like, she goes, you're the one with the podcast. And I'm like, I am the one with the podcast. <laughs> and I said, have you watched? She goes, I, and she was so honest. She's like, I've only watched a couple of them. She hey. goes, I, I, you know, I, I'm really busy, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, well, thanks for being honest. I appreciate it. But I'm like, what a blessing I, I, to run into somebody who actually watched our podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. So that was kind of cool. Um, you know, I said to her, I go, I know I'm a little dry. Uh, I know that, you know, Jeremiah and I have a better conversation going on. It's a little more interesting probably when we talk. Um, but I'm really not here to entertain. I'm here to right. just read the, the Bible. And so, you know, it is what it is. But it was really cool um to run into somebody that read it and then the second thing so i was shopping at hobby lobby yesterday for easter stuff you know how they always go on sale for 90 percent off well it's 90 percent off right now so uh anyway so there's two hobby lobbies that are close to my house so i last night drove all the way out to the other hobby lobby to go shopping went to grab my purse forgot my purse how did i do that i know but I thought, let me go in anyway and look around, maybe put some stuff into a bag and maybe they'll hold it for me. As I'm walking in, there's a table with these two people. I don't even remember what their sign was, but there was something about, you know, something about Jesus. It was obviously some church group that was there. So there were two younger people and then there was this older lady uh, and I can't remember who she was. Oh, Domino's. She worked for Domino's. She had her uniform on. Anyway, so um, I walked up to the table and they're like, oh, so what church do you go to? And I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay, well, uh, I don't really go to a specific church consistently yet. Um, and so I told them my story about, you know, the pandemic and we watched our old church and then we were up here at Tierra Santa. Anyway, in the conversation, I, I feel like this was the reason why I went to Hobby Lobby. God brought me to this place just so I can tell them about our podcast. So I did. I opened up my mouth, which I don't normally do. And I said, you know, actually, I have my... What? I you said, don't? What? You don't talk to people? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I have no quick comeback. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so I did a little plug for the Leap of Faith podcast. I thought that was kind of fun. And so now I'm just going to have to open up my mouth a little bit more. So, yeah, 
I just, I don't know why. I, I just keep waiting for God to swoop in and, you know, like make it explode. I am too. I don't get the opportunity. I don't go many places. So I guess that's, I don't get much opportunity to tell people, but I will. I do when I talk to people. Don't talk to anyone. <laughs> I know. Well, I, you know, it's funny because you made that comment. I, I really don't talk a lot of people, talk to a lot of people. You know, during the day, I have dogs that I get to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I don't generally have that opportunity during the week. I'm kind of a recluse here. Um, not out of choice, just because. So. Right. But maybe I will get out a little bit more and, you know, start really, you know, getting the word out there because I think there's a world that needs to read the Bible. I really I do. Agree. I mean, uh, obviously, yeah, we can yeah. do this. Yeah. I agree. Well, and what I, and I, you know, yesterday I was talking about it too. I'm like, I feel, I feel like God just really does speak to you through reading his word it's just amazing the uh intimate relationship you can have with him yeah just by reading mm -hmm. you yeah, know it's, it's it's crazy how it works all the time and um yeah i i can't explain it you can't explain it it's just it's like a it's something that you have to experience and I, you know, like I said yesterday, I'm like, I, I'm, I can't believe I waited so long. It's like, why would I wait 25 years to start reading my Bible or 23 years, whatever it was? Because we've been, I've been reading now consistently every day for the last two and a half years now. So I feel like, I feel like I, I've grown, I've become so much more mature in my walk. And God is just so evident. And it's not, you know, people say, oh, it's all in your head. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not all in my head. No. This is real. It is a very real thing. And uh, I, I encourage people to just get on board. It's just like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why would you want to have to do this life all on your oh, own? Oh, man. There's no way. No. Nope. There's no way. No, nope, there is no way. So I just, I don't know. We've been, we started, Sharon and I started doing uh, Second Kings. So now we're reading about Solomon. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So amazing. It's just so amazing to be able to get to know these. I mean, we got to know David. Now we're getting to know, I didn't know that Solomon was David's son. I had no idea. Like, this is like all new stuff to me. Uh -huh. And it's not like I'm, you know, it's not like I haven't been to church for the last you know, 58 years. Hello. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, I encourage people to start diving into their Bibles. And I'm just thankful that God put me in the right place at the right time. You know, yeah. that was, a, that was, a, there's no coincidences. There, there really isn't. There's no coincidences. And, yeah. you know, God gave me that boldness. It wasn't me, you know. So, and no, I didn't buy anything. So, because I didn't have my words. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> oh, I left my wallet at home several times. Oh, my God. I've done places. I've got a basket full of things like, oh, man. Yep. That's so fun. I, I said that to Sharon yesterday. I'm like, we were going back and forth. We were trading stories. 
So yesterday at the Hobby Lobby, I left my phone at the Hobby Lobby because I got into my car, started driving, and it wasn't connecting to my Bluetooth. And I'm like, what the heck? So I <laughs> drive all the way back to the Hobby Lobby. Thank goodness I hadn't like left the like that area yet. So yeah. I get my phone, I get in the car. Of course, I'm texting Sharon. I'm like, your crazy friend is losing it <laughs> like really fast. <laughs> then she said something about, oh, she she left a whole case of water in her, you know, you know, the undercarriage of the basket. She she left it there. She forgot to grab it. And it was on the cameras at the store. Like when she called them up, they're like, oh, let's check our cameras. There, there, there it was sitting there in the cart. I said, well, I'm going to up you one. I left my purse at the cart at HEB. This was like way back, I don't know, when we first got to San Antonio. Who does that? Who leaves their purse in the cart? I know. I, I know. know. So you can hear everything. So. And recently, okay, real quick, I'm going to say this before we sign off. I don't know if anybody else is getting this. Probably nobody else has home phones anymore except for me. Um, but we get now spam risk is who's calling me, <laughs> which is kind of cool. I'm glad that it's doing that because I don't answer that phone anyway. Yeah. Because if it's somebody who's really important, they have my home, my cell phone. So I don't mm. normally answer that phone. That I use that phone for like uh, medical stuff. Um, so and we actually only have a landline for emergencies. I've told my kids. If I'm laying down on the floor dying, please use that phone if you can't find my cell phone. This is when they were little kids. Right, right. <laughs> because they could, maybe they couldn't find my phone. So, you know, I don't want to like, you know, be the victim of, oh, we can't find your cell phone. So we're just going to let you die instead of calling 911. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, do you want to wrap this puppy up? Yes. And do your editing magic for those who I are will. out there. I will. I will. Thank so you, everybody, everybody for joining us. Yeah, I was just go ahead. You can close us out. Go ahead. Well, no, I just was. Thank you for joining us today. We had a good time. I hope you did. Hope you learned something. We always yep. do. Yep. And I will see them on Monday. All right. And I'll All see right. everybody no, next week. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later. All righty. Bye.